And welcome, everybody, to another Games Talk. No, sorry. This is the Fonz Gaming Channel. Or Gaming, Gaming. What, what were you guys calling it on your show? Gaming Channel, yes. Gaming Channel. This is the Gaming yeah. Channel. All right, yeah. so these guys just wrapped up a podcast about 45 minutes ago, and they decided to join me today because, well, why the <laughs> hell not, right? Four-hour marathon, right? Let's do it. Uh, I have yeah. my good friend Ian and... Uh, uh, don't know who this is. It's Mark. It's Mark from the Just Gaming Podcast. Uh, he looks like, uh, who, who's the guy from Harry Potter? Snipe? Snipe? Oh, man. Snape? Snape. Snape. Is, See, I don't I, even I know Harry Potter stuff. I don't I don't try. I think, I think the best part is, I think his camera's, like, frozen or busted or something. It's got to be. He's not, he's, uh, yeah, he he's not blinking or life. anything. No, Internet I problems. Think, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he is not oh, here man. right now but anyway ian welcome man. yeah it's good to have you again Hi. just gaming podcast you guys are doing big things over there on the legendary drops channel which i did change the title now to at legendary drops so you can just click that go over to their channel subscribe these guys are good guys gamers through and through and uh they they have a hell of a channel so um anyways welcome welcome thank you thank you for having us again so, uh, you know, tell everybody out there a little bit about why Mark is stuck in limbo here. What's going on with Mark? <laughs> so Mark um, lives in a state in which they do not have the best internet. And oh, uh, yeah, his internet's bad. You can see Mark is actually in YouTube chat. Uh, so he, he's he's having some internet connection issues today, apparently. Somebody uh, said he looks like Dave Grohl. Kind of does right there. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, it's too bad he doesn't play drums. It'll make him a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I apologize, Tom. He says it's a bit too late for a Brit. You know, he's got work <laughs> yeah. in the morning. He can't stay yeah. up tonight and watch this. So yeah. I, my apologies, Tom. I know it's it's pretty late for you guys. But, you know, now they're going to be changing this whole thing, this whole time thing. Uh, we're going to be staying in daylight savings, I believe, when we, we change times. And there will be no more changing after that. They announced that last year, didn't they? Yeah, and I guess it's going to happen this year, finally. Finally. So so this is just permanently the time we are in? Um, once it changes in spring. So they're still oh, okay. going to spring so forward, and then they're going to stop completely, and then we're, you know, stop, Mark, call back. Call back, Mark. There he goes. There he see? goes. He's, yeah. he's coming. He'll Hello. make his way in. There he is, Snape. <laughs> Welcome. I'm glad to be here, Fonz, on the gaming talk live. Well, we're, <laughs> we're, we're happy to have you. Uh, yeah, I, let me welcome everybody in the chat right now. I see all these good people in the chat. Uh, got my good friend and moderator, Boss Mod Lethal Papa, the best moderator in the game. He's out there looking for craziness and foolery, and right now he'd probably block you, Mark, for just the weirdness going. No, he would not. Um, what's up with the wig, man? What's up with that? You you said we we're talking Hogwarts, bro. Oh, I got my oh. wand. I'm ready to go. Oh, we're gonna be talking Hogwarts <laughs> a little bit later, but yeah, Hogwarts, we'll get into baby. That. Yes, we'll get into Hogwarts. Uh, you, I can't take this guy anywhere. Weird. No, now you just messed up your hair. Uh, you should have <laughs> seen it before. It looked, it looked, it was terrible. Even better. <laughs> I'm wearing a Velcro shirt. There it is. I, I oh see God. you, Infinite Umbra. It's good to see you in the house. Boba Fett, you too. Um, yeah, some great people here today. 
let's you know talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a bit about this article that came out recently about six days ago. This is coming from game gamesindustry.biz and the writer for this piece. Uh, was Brendan Sinclair. And the headline was, Microsoft confirms Game Pass cannibalizes game sales. Uh, Stating in the article that Xbox maker tells UKCMA it expects titles to see a decline in base game sales for at least a year following inclusion into the subscription service. Um, Have you guys read this? And what are your takes on this? Uh, I'll start with you, Mark. Yeah, I, I did read it uh was it saying for a year or after a year uh i i think it's saying for that 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 year that follows the initial launch into the subscription service service i can't even talk okay so because the the article doesn't really explain what's going on because if it's saying that it's what happens after a year most games drop off in sales after six months so I, I don't understand. I don't know if that's like a nothing burger or I mean, the fact that is the article saying that for that first year that it's in Game Pass, it's not getting its its revenues. I, I honestly think the year is kind of irrelevant to say because you're right. It, it They do tend to drop off after six months. But, you know, with just within that, you know, even first six months, um, you know, of course they do. But Ian, what do you what, what do you feel about this? I'm what's your thoughts um uh, man uh, i well i feel like honestly i feel like the like the discussion of like the 12 months is kind of null i i feel like i i've <laughs> i feel like it would be Whoa. pretty obvious right like of course you're gonna have less people buying your games because they're subscribing to your service which is i would imagine what they thought was going to happen now, I, I, this is something I really only believe that's only going on with AAA titles, not with the indie ones. Since like the indie titles kind of fall off, you know, like they'll pop on Game Pass for a couple months and then they'll fall off. Maybe you want to go back and finish that game or play that game or something like that. But the AAA titles, the Microsoft first party titles that are always going to stay on there. Why would you expect them to sell? Like who's going to buy who's going to buy uh, uh, Starfield? You're not. You're going to have it on Game Pass. Right? Yeah, exactly. Gears exactly. of War. Why would I buy Gears of War? I have Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it's like, duh, of course. Of course, games aren't going to be selling as well if you put them into a subscription service that people pay for to consume them. I mean, at the end of the day, us being the consumers, uh, we have other digital services too. We have Netflix. Do you see people buying Netflix shows and movies and stuff no not for, not for the most part some people might buy a box set of something you know just to have it or whatever but those are like the collectors or whatever but the majority of the masses out there the people are just not going to do that they're going to watch something and be done with it same thing with gaming here i, I think it's ridiculous and i i think the push here really seems to be um like it, it's kind of make it putting a, a, a negative light on game pass. That's, uh, that's what I think they're striving to do. Like it's bad game pass, bad. You can't have this, you know, and it, it's, it's really not right. I mean, uh, I mean, from my outlook and even from the journalists outlook, why does he care so much about anything else other than himself or the consumers? Like, 
as a consumer, I only care about my own damn wallet. I don't care what's going on with the corporations or even the business side of things, the developers and stuff. Sure, do I want them to get paid? Of course, but that's not my dealings. That's not my problem. My own thought process is that I'm going to look out for my own wallet and that's it. Yeah, well, it kind of it kind of makes sense. I mean, not not the article. I'm just saying what Microsoft's doing. So they have they transitioned all the way to Game Pass. That's their business model is Game Pass. That's what they want. They want you to do their service. So like with Redfall, for instance, coming up, mm-hmm. the DLC for it's not part of the Game Pass. No part of it. So they nope. want they want you to pay an extra thirty dollars. So that's where they're going to get that the icing on top of the cake. They've already got you for for me. They've got me for fourteen ninety nine a month. Yep. And then on top of it, they're going to try to get another thirty thirty dollars out of it for 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 that. But yeah, this guy writing this article to me the the way it read, it 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 feels like a nothing burger if you're going to sit there and say a game loses its sales after a year. Obviously, it does. It's not a. I mean, unless you're unless you're a subscription game in itself, yeah. it's gonna it's it's just gonna lose its money. It just does. Yeah. So. I, I, I just, I, I just thought it was a weird article. That's like, well, of course the, this happens, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just like with any other service out there like this a subscription, uh, subscription service is a service that usually gives you more value. And, mm-hmm. and that is what game pass is about. And that's all I give a shit about is the value. I don't care what's going on behind the scenes, what you paid this developer, what you paid that developer. That's your own deal you make. Now, one could say that uh, for some games, um, and there's been games that's been put on Game Pass, Game Pass, I think, saved. Um, There was Outriders. Outriders. That had a lot of engagement on Game Pass, and it got other people to buy that game that didn't want to be subscribed to, to Game Pass. Friends of people that were playing, you know, the game through Game Pass that wanted to play with, you know, each other, they were buying the game. They were buying it because it was cross-platform. They were bl- buying it on PlayStation and, and so forth as well. Not everybody's going to be a fan of Game Pass. So right now, I think that they're estimating about 25-plus uh, million people in Game Pass right now. That, that isn't everybody. That's not close to everybody. So not everybody's going to be want to subscribe to the service. So if they want to play a game, yeah, they're going to buy it. But these developers are getting paid and agreeing upon a certain amount to get paid for their games to be put in Game Pass. So I don't see what the problem is. I don't see what the issue is. I don't see why they're putting such a spotlight on Game Pass in a sort of negative way. Well, it, so, and what they, what they went with was, sorry, Ian, what they went with as a model was Forza. Okay, that's what they said. Okay, well, yeah. after a year, it's not going to sell as much. Well, no shit. Yeah, like there's there's not very many games that after a year, everyone's like, you know what, I need to go buy Forza. No, they're not because it just it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mark's having some issues <laughs> today. It's a hard time. Um, so so to interject, like if I was one of these writers, like if they're gonna if they if they want to dog on Game Pass or subscription services. Like, why don't we actually try to 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 have like a critical conversation surrounding it, right? Like, yeah. what are the actual dangers to us getting into these subscription services? Like, my one of my biggest concerns is is if if subscription services take over, I don't know how much funding or how much profit or how much profitability these games will have coming from you know whatever subscription service they're on. And my fear is is that a lot of games are going to start turning towards more heavily 
microtransactions, more heavily getting into, you know, these, you know, part by part monetizations of their game. Yeah. Well, Mark just mentioned that DLCs will cost you, uh, you know, they're not part of game pass. So, uh, will they start, I, I know what you're getting at. Will they start pulling away from, you know, content from the game and holding it, some of it off for DLC later on down the road. We've seen destiny do that. We've yep, seen them yeah. do that. Um, but in a subscription service, you're right. You could see more of that stuff happening. Um, I hope that doesn't happen. But as of right now, the stuff that I'm seeing and the stuff that I'm able to play, I'm I'm happy. I I, yeah. I don't mind paying the 15 bucks a month for Game Pass. Yeah, I mean, currently, currently right now, I've gotten a I've gotten a ton of value out of Game Pass. I, it's it's done great for me on PC as well as being able to play it on my Xbox as well couch play games for the couch and uh and, you know more single player like uh um performance heavy games and let's be PC. honest if, if a developer feels like they have been slighted in any way or feel like they didn't get as much as they should have or they could have made more sales outside of game pass then they shouldn't have put their game in game pass they shouldn't have agreed to a deal you know yeah. whether that be the developers or the publishers i don't care who deals with that um but Whoever makes that deal, that's on you. That's 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 none of my concern as a consumer. None. No. I all I care about is what I'm getting within and for how much. That's I all. think for the for the thought of it, I mean Atomic Heart and Wulong will be the first, I think, like bigger titles to hit day and date for Game Pass as a third from third party. I'm trying to think of if there's any other that hit like day and date Game Pass, and I can't think of any other like big AAA titles that have um so those those should be a good uh see like see how they do see if there is any backlash but this article doesn't it, it's not even quoting a developer it's it's quoting phil spencer from like 2020 talking about game pass yeah. after, you know a game's not going to sell after a year so i don't know i think the guy's kind of kind of going after xbox a little bit and you know the thing is is if they have the best online service for like uh gaming games as a service obviously they're going to be the guys to hate on right so it's the first one to go after and xbox makes themselves a pretty easy target for that so yeah yep. and i and i said this to friends and i say this all the time if you know sony decided tomorrow to put all their games day in you know day one on on their service I'd buy into their subscription service right away. I would too. I, I, I would do it. Especially and, if they crossed it like with PC, like how Xbox does as well. Oh man, there'd be so many people on yeah. it. Yeah. I and yeah, it, and and what they're worried about is what you brought up, Ian. They're worried that, you know, if they do put their games in there, then they won't make enough to say fund the next game or or make it as big and as grandiose as the first game was, you know. It won't be as uh, they won't have as much funding for their games, their future games. And uh, I don't know if you do the math and you look at all the money that they that's being generated, even with 25 million people in a service, that's that's a lot of money for, five, you know, point. 10, 15 bucks a month. Yeah, it's yeah. almost five, it's almost five billion dollars a year. It's um, a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, if you think about it, it it's kind of makes sense because they said they want to do four for their games, first party games a year. Right. So at five billion dollars a year, you could spend uh, what? Let's say if it's even a max triple A, 100 million, 150 million, 200 million dollar game. You're still making a profit. I like what Dave said in the chat. He said, what games? There's only Spider-Man 2 this year. <laughs> <laughs> 
they had a good year last year. I, I'm assuming that they would, ha- you know, as they do all the time, money hat these third party deals, you know, these games. Um, I, I would assume uh, they would put some of those in their service as well, just like Microsoft does. They put third party uh, games yep. in there as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, I would definitely sign up for it. If I got three games from uh, huge games from PlayStation a year, I, I'd be a happy guy. I'd, I'd definitely sign up for it. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's strange to me every time somebody tries to put a negative spin on something that is pretty pro-consumer, it, it just makes me kind of angry. Like th- this is, if if we like this and not everybody has to now chat, if you're out there and you're thinking, I'm not into game pass. I don't like the subscription model. It's not for me. More power to you. I'm not telling you you should buy Game Pass. But for those of us that like it and and feel that it's very pro-consumer, I mean, I don't understand why people are so negative on it. And I would like to know if there's somebody in the chat that doesn't like Game Pass, give me your reasoning on why. One of the reasons why I've heard, to play devil's advocate here, is um, they say game preservation, you know. The fact that they want to own their games physically, they want to have that game, you know, and and keep it with them forever because you never know what happens if you have Game Pass, you know, games come in and out of that service. But I'm the type of person where I don't hold on to games anymore. Like once I'm done with a, especially a single player game, I'm done. Yeah, chances are I'm not going to play it again. Yeah, I hardly ever go back to it. And what do I want to keep a plastic box for? Just sit there and look at it every day and go, I remember you. You were so good to me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I well, wouldn't do that. We've, oh my god! Oh, uh, we got we've gotten to where I think people are starting to forget that since about 2014, 15. Yeah. Um, you install a you put a game into your deal and it has to do a download. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you get the physical copy or not. It, it like if they shut those servers down, that game's gone. Yeah, it's just gone. So the well, they had they had that issue with uh, Ubisoft, right? Like they had games that they were shutting down completely. Whether you own the game or not, it wasn't going to be playable. Yeah, I remember uh, they did it with uh, Battleborn and and a lot of other games out there. They just shut them down, and yeah, you can't play them anymore. But that's the chance you take when you buy a game like that, especially an always online game or whatever. And again, uh, that's what people are having a problem with Redfall right now. Because they're all up in arms that this multiplayer game, you can play it single player though. Why do I have to be online to play it single? And I kind of, I get that. I get that argument because I don't like single player games being always online. But at the same time, this game has always been marketed as a multiplayer game, an online game. So I don't know. It's kind of a slippery deal there. I, I, I don't think it's it's too much. I don't think it's something that, people should really get too irate about i really don't that same that same debate and discussion is going on with diablo 4 really yeah the the whole always online well i've always played diablo 2 or diablo 3 solo and it's like well they've always they've always marketed this diablo 4 like the diablo experience is a cross-world multiplayer experience it's not marketed as your single-player diablo experiences like diablo 1 or 2 were yeah but there's a lot of people that are up in arms about it because it's it's always online and you know, static world, a lot of uh, like group related things that you can do because you can run into people and players like out in the world yeah. and out in towns and stuff. I believe you'll be able to jump in and out of the game with friends too. Mm-hmm. 
like yeah. as they're playing. The same thing with Redfall, and I think that's the one of the reasons why they got that key component left in there, that online component. Um, you know, it's like I was talking to somebody today, and I was t- talking to him and telling him that you know. With the birth of online, you know, being being able to go online and stuff and, and it relating to the gaming industry, it's kind of been a a, a bad thing for, for in some ways, but then it's been phenomenal in others. And I think the pros way outweigh the cons when it comes to online connectivity and gaming. Um, the fact that we can get patches and stuff is nice, but the fact that they rely on patches sometimes, day one, is bad. And yeah. You know, and, and there, there's like, there's a, a constant, constant struggle there with, with, uh, you know, thinking about this stuff sometimes, because I, I, I love the fact that they can fix games, but I just wish they would release, you know, not broken in the first um, place. You're talking to PC players here, bud. Or yeah. We, we live, we live with it every day. Oh, yeah. dude. I, I, I know. Oh, it's, you know, it's like every, it's like, I think I saw, I told Mark today. I saw on uh, P- like PC Gamer or something like that today. It's like PC gamers are tired of busted ports. It's like, yeah, yeah, well, it's like every game. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Let me get this super chat real quick. Brigadier's Blue, uh, Brigadier's Blue. Every week he sends me a super chat. I wasn't here last week, guys, uh, but uh, I was up in the mountains. Tell this story real quick. So I'm up in the Northern Californian mountains, and I'm searching for Bigfoot. <laughs> Or Sasquatch, as the Native Americans would have you believe it's named to be. Um, I was up there looking for him. I could not find him. Could not find him anywhere. Blurry Squatch, nothing. I didn't get anything on film. Nothing. There was, I, I don't even think he exists at this point. No Squatch. No Squatch. How now, dare you? I will say... That the one thing that was crazy as I'm up there and I'm looking for, you know, Sasquatch or Sasquatch. As I'm looking for Sasquatch, I hear on the radio that there's spy balloons in the air. So I start looking for spy balloons. (laughs) Did not see any spy balloons either. So I'm I'm sad to report. Spy balloons or UFOs? UFOs too. No UFOs. No spy balloons. And no Sasquatch. This wasn't a very X Files vacation. Yeah, what? No, but I tried, bro. It was a total bust. The cottage was beautiful, though. The family was beautiful. The snow was beautiful, but no Sasquatch. No UFOs. So sorry, Brigadier's Blue. Sorry to get back to your super chat. See, that's. I'm sorry. Uh, Yo, happy (laughs) GTL Sunday, everyone. Hope you all have been enjoying all the great games we had so far this year with many more on the horizon. Yes, we've got many more on the horizon for sure. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate you. But yeah. Did you ever watch uh, In Search of Sasquatch with Leonard Nimoy? Oh, In Search of. That show was amazing. (laughs) In Search of with Leonard Nimoy. As a kid... That scared the crap out of me, that show. Did it? That one. And then there was another one. Um, I think it was called Tales from the Dark Side. That Ooh, was pretty creepy, uh, too. I, I was, uh, even as, like as a kid, I was always really, like, really obsessed with oh, like old school TV, like 1970s, 1980s stuff. Oh, yeah. I Tales, lived Tales it. Tales from the Crypt and I'm stuff sorry, like that. I'm sorry. I lived it. You you yeah. just experienced it later on. <laughs> you and, watched and it live. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. live for me. You know, I'm sitting there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Bon. I'm so old. I'm so old, people. Hey, at least I'm cultured. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, at least you knew about it. I, I'm yeah. proud of you. I'm proud of yeah. you, Ian. I, Me and I'm Mark carrying, are old I'm guys that live to- through it. I'm carrying the torch. 
God. Remember That's Incredible, Mark? The TV show? Well, yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. But it, it was a show. <laughs> I, I used to run mysteries. around making yeah, the bionic man one. noise. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that, too. But yeah, I, I thought you were doing the bionic woman noise. That sounds more like the You know what I don't noise. like? Is your tone. That's awful. <laughs> <Nightmare>. <laughs> your tone. Yep. My tone. Uh, Twilight Zone was a great one, too. I see you, Firestarter. Uh, yeah. You know, people, I got some old heads in the house. You know, that's who shows up here for the geriatric hour. It's it's all old people. <laughs> You know, I mean, you can tell by the 1970 Chrome Pony in the chat. That's his name, 1970 Chrome Pony. He's got to yeah. be old, right? Yeah, probably. He says, hello, chat and cast. That's incredible. Was amazing. Nah, not really Scottsy, but yeah, they did some stupid stuff on there. I remember when they did the world's largest uh, domino thing. And yeah, it's weird. Anyways, uh, getting back to the topic here. So one thing I wanted to ask you relating to all this Game Pass subscription services and stuff is... The death of physical games. Now, yeah. I see this happening uh, eventually. But my question to you guys is, do you see this happening within the next 15 years? That's oh, happened. yeah. It's, well, yeah, like, it's already it's happened. Already happened. I mean, it's already happening. Yes, I mean, well, it's, it's not that it's even already, it's not even already happened. I mean, what is your disc? What does your disc even have on it other than just a digital key that unlocks the download for a game? Well, that is some games, but there are games out there. There are PlayStation sure. games out there anyway. That they're first-party games. You can play them on the disc, yeah. not being online. Now, you might play a, a pretty busted game if you didn't download a patch. Yeah. But most games now, without that day one patch, are either busted or, like you said, being a digital key, they're just there to download the game. So a lot of them are just coasters. I would, I would argue... I would not be surprised that the next console generation does not have disk drives. Yep. Yeah, they already, they're, they're, yeah. they're already, they're already, they already dipped their foot this time around. Both PlayStation mm -hmm. and Xbox came out with consoles that do not have disk drives. They gave you one with one and one without. Which one do you want? Yeah. Do you want to go digital? Yeah. Do you want to go physical? I think yep. in the it's, it's, it's well within the realm of possibility that the next one, and they'll probably do it even against, even against the will of the, uh, the will of the consumer. You know what I mean? Like if the consumers, well, it, like depending on how heavy weighted that is, but I would yeah. argue that most people probably don't care. Like I, it makes, most the vocal don't. minority are minority, like the vocal, yep. the, yes, the vocal minority are yep. because they're loud and they'll be crazy about it. But I think the majority of people probably just download the game. I, one of the, my favorite things about playing games on PC is the fact that I can pre or like I can pre-purchase a game the day before it comes out. I come home from work and it's already downloaded. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, no, right, right. And, and and for you, I mean, you mainly nowadays play mostly on the PC anyway. So uh, there, you don't have any discs. It just no. you're not going to the local, you know, I, I don't know, CVS and buying a PC game. <laughs> you know, it's not happening. I mean, I have a I have a floppy Even drive, a but I don't know why I said CVS. <laughs> Best Buy, all right, anything. They don't sell PC games anymore. I remember the the death of PC physical games i remember when they used to sell those and then when they didn't it was just gone well, one day and, and it's kind of a no-brainer for the developers anyway because now they can cut the cost out of having to get a, a disc stamped something printed on it all that and stuff and still charge you 70 dollars. still charge you 70 bucks so they just cut they yeah. just literally just widen their margin 
I mean, dude, Nintendo, exactly. It's so, I mean, crazy. It's, hey, like, did, have no brainer have we, for them. Ha, Fonz, have you talked about the fact that, um, uh, that Nintendo also wants to charge seventy dollars now? They oh. can go to hell yeah. with what yeah. they can do. So, <laughs> so, so one of their gripes, one of the reasons I should say not gripes, but one of the reasons they're going to seventy dollars is because of the format they use. Seven twenty p. No, more like four eighty p on some of those games. Seven twenty is being generous there. But anyway, they're still using like a cartridge disc based format. It's not. It's not even disc cartridge or Game whatever Boy the heck games. it is. It's it's not. It, it it just Nintendo never gets with the times. They just don't. They I don't refuse. understand. Like them out of all people, I don't understand why they aren't the ones that have a console that's already fully digital. Yeah, like they're already space savers, right? Like they're all about making sure that their consoles are really compact, easy to travel with, handheld. At this point, like, why are you guys still trying to hold on to physical? It doesn't even make any sense. For their well, platform the, specifically. With the size of the games now, I'm not seeing them being able to push forward with the next Nintendo being cartridge-based again or whatever no. they're using. I, they they no. have to move forward. These games are getting way too big. I'm surprised they got The Witcher 3, albeit at 360p, but it's on the platform, and I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> isn't it like, I couldn't isn't imagine. It like 360p on a Nokia phone? Does it have like six cartridges that come with it? Is is like a yeah? <laughs> uh, you get through the it's first like Final get, Fantasy seven. Yeah, yeah. You gotta just uh, you're hold done on. With this. One. Next one in. Hold on. I, okay. Yeah. Now insert. Now, now insert. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, insert, now you play uh, as Siri. Uh, no. Go to cartridge four. <laughs> was it? Was it? Was it? Metal Gear Solid on playstation 3 sd card yeah was that was no 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 the, the one that made fun of the like the older games are like they're like wait snake it's time for you to go ahead and switch discs now oh never mind i'm just kidding this is the brand new playstation 3 you don't need to do that anymore yeah exactly harry Balsack, i do not go to cvs for blue pills no i don't get them refilled <laughs> at cvs i do that oh at the, the, the I, local I get them direction right i was talking about getting a sponsor for our podcast the little blue pills? channel yeah i was thinking about getting something like that i could probably pull that off you know what i mean you know yeah right <laughs> hey Colt do East you Woods have in problems the house. getting it up oh wow colt eastwood's yeah. in the house he's he's the, he says that pc gamers haven't had discs to own their games since 2004 yeah, yeah that's, that's about true. right i mean yeah. when it comes to the the pc space though you don't want to spend the extra money on a, a cd-rom or a, a disc drive in your pc it makes no sense when you can well, I don't want to spend the extra money on my console anymore. I'm I'm all digital now. Like, dude, seriously, <laughs> six years ago. Six, six, six years ago, six years ago, I was all about that physical game. I was all about sitting at home going, I love you, disc. I, I just I can't believe all the memories we had. I just was watching that guy. the light shine off of it. Like, yeah, you know, when the I, sun you, comes in, you're like shooting it all over the room. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Blinding my cat with it. But I I, for what it was, it was the day I found out that you can digitally game share that changed everything for me because I only had to buy one copy of a game and my son didn't have to have that second copy bought. I could just share with him. And when I found that out, I go, F these discs, you're gone. And I went yeah. and I just turned them all. I sold them all. I sold all my discs. And I used, so don't own them. I, I think I got... 
uh, what was it? it was like in 2014 2014 or 15 someone got me uh it was when the odyssey came out odyssey uh came out and they gave me a disc and i was so flipping mad i was like are you kidding me right now like i have to get up to put a disc in when i want to play this game get out of here this is stupid yeah. you just leave dumb. it in it's probably the only one that you owned I did. I, I, Fonz, I 100% agree with GameShare. Uh, um, a buddy of mine, we used to play uh, NHL, the, the hockey games, yep. all the time. And every year, you know, I would buy one. I would buy it one year. My buddy would buy it the other year, and then we'd use Xbox GameShare, like the family share stuff. And then that's the way that we'd be able to play it with each other, is that we just share our share yeah. our accounts and and link our accounts together. And then that way, it was like because. I'm not really big on the sports games. I don't like the fact that you have to buy the same game basically every single year. Yeah, yeah. same game, but but just but different but roster. But the, yeah, the roster changed. You need, yeah, the different. roster changed. Yeah, you're paying yeah. sixty bucks for a roster change. So, yeah. um, uh, so but that's that's the way that we ended up like eliminating part of that part of that cost, right? So he paid sixty one year. I paid sixty the other year. We always played the game always together anyway. So it made it great. Yeah, Bifrinaldi. Thank you for the super chat, man. He says uh, 600 games, one physical disc. What, wait, wait, what do you mean by that? 600 games, one physical disc. What, what's that about? And I'm sorry you're yawning, Pixel Slapper. I'm sorry the show is not entertaining for you, but I'm sorry. Dude, I'm sorry. I need to get the wig back on. I can put the wig back on. Oh, dude. I'd make it 100 times hotter, but <laughs> it's too hot for this crowd okay. for sure i don't like it um let's go ahead and move on let's 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 talk about uh you know what vr i want to ask you guys about vr how do you guys feel about vr gaming you just threw a curveball yeah, yeah i know uh. VR gaming. i'm talking about different genres of gaming here like you know the death death of physical games and now vr some people are like this is the future this is the way we're going to consume our games and others like me are like no i get motion sickness sorry i can't yeah. deal I, I get motion sickness. I'd be more of an AR person, which is augmented reality. I don't know if any, if everyone's familiar. I did watch uh, Digital Foundry's uh, review of the hardware for the new PlayStation uh, VR. Um, I still think VR is quite a ways away from being reality. Um, yeah. Because like the the quality of games or the games themselves are it's kind of all the same games. It's either on rails or it's um on rails or you're just hitting stuff so um until i think i mean don't, i think if they keep trying and keep pushing it it might end up being a thing but for like right now i, I just don't i just don't see the the money is worth it worth the investment unless you're yeah. really like super let's just super into that kind of have stuff have you seen you know the mean? reviews for the uh, psvr2 there's been a couple of reviews um uh one by funny oh there's a couple people that of, could afford it well, well, the, these were no, they, these were sent to them. These were professional done <laughs> oh, reviews. Why. Okay, PlayStation, yeah. Uh, so, and that's funny you brought that up because, okay, first let me bring this up. So, kind of funny games. They reviewed it, and you know they they all pretty much say that the OLED screen in in the unit is pretty nice. It's really high end, really nice, great deep black levels and everything. Which apparently the older VR sets just didn't have deep black levels. I don't know anything about that, but. It's, it's great. However, the battery life in the controllers is horrible. Yeah. Like, no shit. Sony strikes it, it, again, right? Yeah, I was about, I was about yeah. to say. It, it was, it was getting before they attached to the... Yeah, my my PlayStation yeah. 5 controller dies like in like an hour or something yeah. like that. And I'm yeah, just watching well, TV. Well, <laughs> I'm just watching. But yeah, and now he, he said he got to an hour and a half and it went down. The battery was almost dead after an hour and a half. 
Oh, wow. Um, now, I don't know how long you should be playing your VR headset and all that. I don't know if there's like time restrictions or they tell you to take breaks, but I'm not about that life when I game. When I sit down to game, I'll put in a good three, four hours, even more sometimes. So I can't do that. You just made me feel really bad about myself. Yeah. Oh, you made three, four hours sound hardcore. Mark and I, Mark and I, I think put in like twelve hours the other day. <laughs> oh, I did that the other day too with Hogwarts. I did that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, uh, normally, if I sit yeah. down to game on a normal freaking say normal Saturday or whatever, and I just got a little bit of time, I'll spend that time three, four hours playing a game. And yeah, for me, the PS5 controllers don't last long enough. No. And and no. I had people yell at me and call me a liar for it. And I'm like, why would I lie about that? Like, I'm, I'm not console warring here. I'm just telling you the battery life isn't that great. And I know they make fun of the, the batteries that you swap out of the Xbox controller, but I kind of like that. Yeah. I like it because right. I've got a bunch of rechargeable batteries and I just swap them and it's like a minute. Uh, I have a couple of play and charge packs, man. Yeah. I got yep. one. Like I, have, I, have, I have one for the one for the PC and then yep. I got another one over for the Xbox. So that way I can kind of swap them and go depending on what I'm doing. But um, just to, just to touch on the, uh, the the VR thing to throw my two cents in. Um, I'm of the mind. I'm a big I'm a big weeb. I watch a lot of anime and oh, everybody if they if you've watched a little bit of anime. You've probably watched Sword Art Online sure? at one point, right? Are you sure you're not a PlayStation fanboy? I am. They, I'm a they, pony. They yes. love. Damn. They love anime. You yeah, can't see I know. his tail. I know. You can't yeah. see his tail. But I, I thought you'd well, be on I'm, with cat ears I'm, today. I'm, I'm wearing. I'm wearing. There's a cat girl on my shirt right now. Where's your cat ears though? They're in the bedroom. <laughs> Where they belong. That's <laughs> <laughs> Only certain people get to see the cat ears. Yeah. So anyway, the point that I'm getting is that in this show, the idea that they have is that it's actually like kind of like a cerebral thing. Like it's actually yeah. like it's literally reality. It's it's taking your consciousness almost into another into another realm to be able to experience something. And to be honest, like I don't actually see VR ever accomplishing anything big or becoming mainstream until it can reach that level of fidelity in which it's difficult for you to be able to tell yeah. real from not where you don't True. have to worry about smacking your tv screen or tripping over or tripping over your cat where some people yeah i i know i hear that and 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 that that's still a thing too there's still a lot of wires with this psvr too and you know i know there's some units that are wireless but they're just not as good as the ones that are wired to something that's powerful anyway um but the price, you brought up that earlier. The price for this thing is like 550 bucks. Yeah, that's but the other th problem this too. Is, this is just the and and get this. People are out there defending it, going, that's a steal for what you get. And I'm like, but you need the PlayStation 5 to use it. So that's another 500 bucks. So you're telling me eleven hundred dollars is what you need to play in VR. So I feel like this is a I feel like this is similar to like any technology though. Right. So like the same thing could be said for cell phone technology back in the day. Right. Like everybody looked at it and there's like, yep. no way I'll ever be able to afford this. That was a rich man's device, those brick phones and all that stuff. But then years later, as as the technology gets better and as the uh, and as the technology becomes more available and cheaper to make. That's when yep. we'll that's when we'll finally see VR like break into the common space is when we finally start seeing that when it actually becomes affordable. There's Mark again. I knew he froze up because he was giving me those bedroom eyes the whole time, and it was creepy, yeah. 
creeping me out, Mark, with those bedroom eyes, man. What the hell? Anyways, um, right, what I is your son doing on his computer right now? Hmm? Um, I got a uh, member for 17 months, game on daily. Gaz, thank you very much for showing up today and giving us the googly eyes and the lips and just the weird stare. All right. He's pretending to you be, be you, Mark. That's what he's he want, No, he check. wanted to see my cat ears. That's what it is. Oh, Gaz, I'll show them to yeah. you later. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he'll show you the, the cat ear, Gaz. <laughs> he'll show you. Uh, no, um, but yeah, VR is just man, it's so niche right now. and it, It's like, I don't, I don't know how many people are on this uh, using VR on PC and stuff, but a lot of people are saying if they would have opened it up to PC, the PSVR 2, it would have, it would sell better. It'd be more of a, a get. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's a kind of a massive miss for them not to put it on, on the PC to begin with, because I mean, not, not throwing shade at the, at the, at the uh, PlayStation, but like the VR community is on PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think Valve's setups probably better hardware wise. Yeah. Than, but do you than think that's a case? But do you think that's because they're not making much on the hardware and they they want to make money on the software and and they're they don't really have a place to sell it through the PC yet? Or I don't know. No, man. I don't know. Sony really likes exclusivity. They just really do. They just love it. Yeah, the propriety. Um, yeah, the exclusivity. You know, all that. I mean, they love it, and they they like to sell hardware. They're a hardware company. I mean, don't get me wrong; they make really good games, but they they like to sell hardware, and that's what they're mainly worried about selling hardware. So, I I don't know. Like, I I don't know where it would fit in on PC. To be honest with you, with like I said, uh, Valve's headset and setup is pretty. It's pretty top notch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and with Half Life and- Alex being like like one of the top rated VR games of all time. Well, is that on Rails? Oh, you know, Uh, I don't think it is. No, 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 it's not not specifically on Rails, but all VR games have Rails moments. They just do just have to. It's the way they they're built. So uh, they just get to get out of the box with it. That's how I think of a lot of linear games. Otherwise, you end up walking out into the middle of the road next to your house and getting hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah, And VR chat happens to be like the largest community. (laughs) Uh, so it's a lot of creepy sh- stuff goes on there. So. Yeah. Anyways, let's stop talking about the creepy VR stuff. Cause honestly I could care less, but it, it was a topic. It was, you know, something that was out there in the news and it was just like, eh, PSVR two, whatever. But let's talk about something else, something that we all enjoyed. And that of course was Hogwarts legacy came out week, a week ago. Um, but I got, I actually got it. Uh, I pre-ordered it. Um, I didn't pre-order it, but I, I guess I did. I bought it the day it released for pre-orders. Um, okay. I saw, I saw that they had it cheaper on, on a website and I got it for <laughs> 68 bucks. I got the deluxe edition so I could play it that night, you know, and get it a few days early. So I play, I started to play it and I was just consumed with this game. And I knew I had a big Sasquatch hunting trip to, to go on, to embark on. But I wanted to get some Hogwarts time in before that trip. And I put in about two and a half days before I went on this trip. And I, the whole time I was searching for Sasquatch, I, I kept thinking about this game. Okay. And when I came back to it, I've done nothing but be a degenerate and play this freaking game. And then today, folks... 
today, I beat this game. You became a wizard. <laughs> I am now a wizard. You're a wizard, Fonz. <laughs> I am a wizard, and I've learned the th all the three curses. Oh, whoa! I can say whoa. fuck. Oh no, <laughs> it's those curses, not those curses, but the curses in the game. Guys, seriously, what did you feel about the game? Uh, Mark, starting with you, man. Um, I'm a big uh, Wizarding World fan, right? Of the uh, as you saw my my Snape get up as a little treat, but. Um, this game, it met all the expectations and exceeded some other ones. That, I had zero had expectations. It. Zero. I went in. I went into this game think you know thinking we were just going to get another AAA broken broken game. Like it looks pretty, but it runs runs crappy. And it man, it, it, this is a really really solid good game. Like they made like. It, immersive man i felt like a wizard you know what i mean it, it just if, like you see all the keynotes and stuff from the movies and the books and everything else but the beautiful thing about this game is you don't have to know anything about harry potter or any of that universe to enjoy this game because it's that good facts now ian man debbie downer um so no, i was fortunate can... yeah i was fortunate when this game came out well fortunate and unfortunate i was very sick at the time the game came out uh, so my entire time while I was out of work, I played it and nice. I enjoyed every single second. Um, everything about the everything about the game from uh, its fidelity, the world building, the questing, the uh, the way that the way that they designed the main story and the side quests to intertwine with one of with one another. Where mm -hmm. a lot of that side content, I probably wouldn't have gone to experience. I probably would have just stuck to the main story, ran it all the way through, and then did extra stuff if I felt like it on the side. They did a really, really good job. I was probably it's probably one of the most impressive things in the game is how well they keep they um, they bring the side narratives in, all the side stories in with the main story. Yep. Um, Especially Sebastian's, the, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, actually, you know what? I liked uh, Poppy Sweetings. Oh, hers the, was great uh, too. Yes, with, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with the drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I the other the other girl, I didn't really like hers that much. It, it just it didn't have as much impact for some reason. Like it was just Gosh, it, it, was, it felt yeah, it felt like that half was pretty bad. That was yeah, pretty it felt, bad. yeah. It just felt kind of. It was like I want to go kill these people. Why? Well, because uh, they're bullies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's it. It's just like oh okay well, um, but the I think the questing was really cool. I think the combat was a lot of fun. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just, this was just a very well-made, solid AAA title. Yeah, no, it, it really it really was. And it, it blew me away because, first of all, it wasn't on my radar at all. And then as we saw more gameplay of it just about a month ago, uh, it started to pique my interest a bit because I liked what I saw. And I, w I still wasn't sure because it's, it's wand combat. I was just like, come on, wand combat? Like, no sword, no, no... Uh, bow and arrow or you're fighting with this wand like is that going to be fun so then a good friend of mine shout out to xbox obi he was streaming it on tiktok and i was watching his gameplay and it looked like a lot of fun and i and that night was the night i bought it i was like yep i'm getting it and uh downloaded it and 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 loved it since and even loved the, the ending I, I had a great time with it 
Um, yeah, it's got its faults. It's got some quests that were not memorable at all and some that I, I don't want to remember, but I unfortunately do. Um, but it had some great side missions, some great uh, main missions. And here's the beauty of this game. A lot of people out there were telling me, oh, it's a Harry Potter game. It's a kiddie game. It's it's childish. Dude, do you see some of the stuff that happens in the combat? This is not a little kiddie game. Like, dude, you're exploding people in this you're, game. So, so the funny thing is, is that like towards, I want to say like towards, towards the end of the game, they actually bring it into the narrative that, yeah, by the way, you've been killing all of these people. Uh, yeah, that's why I didn't understand. You're going to learn the forbidden curse. You're going to learn the killing spell. I'm like, I've killed thousands already. <laughs> thousands. They're dead. Yeah, there's, I, they there's lie some... in my wake. Which, There's by some... the way, I was not I was not a child in this game. I was a Jedi master in this game. <laughs> oh That's God. the way I felt. I was uh, a okay. full-fledged adult Jedi master just controlling the elements. and No, not the elements, but I was, well, some. Uh, I was doing things in this game that really made me feel powerful. And by the end of the game, I got so powerful that, like, nothing could touch me. And, and I felt, uh, and that feels to me... That is the best part of a big RPG is when you can get to that point where you're so overpowered and you're like, F you, F you. I like that. Some people are like, I don't like it because it's not challenging. No, when I get to that point, it's by the end of the game you've anyway. Earned, you've earned it. I love it. I've earned yeah. it. Yep. You've earned it. Yeah, exactly. I love I, that. I think, I think my, like favorite, that. My, favorite, my favorite part of the combat was when you could curse like multiple people and then just yep. have a cadaver one of them and they all die instantly is yeah. so good that's Dude, literally what i was about to say i'm like i'm like the feeling you get when you crucio and then it spreads to like five other people and then yeah. you have batacadabra and then everything just dies you're like well all right we're done yeah i would i i would uh turn people into exploding barrels and just throw it <laughs> at others and they would just explode and i was just like this is freaking amazing like I, I didn't view this as a Harry Potter game for me because I don't know much about Harry Potter. For me, this was a fantasy RPG that was just well done. For really all well intents done. and purposes, it's not a Harry Potter game. It's not. It's not no, a, no. It's, it's 200 a years game. before. But yeah, it's a Hogwarts game still. So it's a Potter game. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Potter game without Potter. Uh, it's a wizard game. It's a wizard. Dude, it's 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 a lot of fun. And that's why people out there that are on the fence and thinking this is a kitty game, it's not. It it it's not at all. And you don't have to be a fan of the shows just like uh, you know Mark was saying. You don't have to be a fan of those movies. You don't have to be a fan of the books. Like this this is just a standalone thing. It's it's very cool. Um the battle arenas were pretty fun to do. Um I I tried to do so much in this game. I got done with so many things, and then I got to the point where, I, like today, I just said, I'm going to go ahead and finish it because I feel like I've done everything I want to do. And that's the beauty of games like this. This is what I was trying to get at earlier. I've heard some people, a uh, good friend of mine, uh, shout out to Mr. Randall Thor 19, the man with a million. Uh, he told me that he doesn't like all the Ubisoft tropes in this game. Basically, there's a lot, lot, a lot of stuff to do on the map, and you know he feels like it's just so much running around doing things. He did a lot. He beat the game. He loved it too, but he thought that it was a bit much. The Ubisoft tropes, those don't bother me. And here's well, the reason why Ubisoft tropes don't bother me, because it's optional. Now, if if they had made it to where you needed to do all this stuff, then it would annoy me. But it, it it's optional. It's strictly optional. 
if you're not in like me, I'm not into achievement hunting at all in games or trophy hunting. I'm just not. I it, stuff like that don't bother me. I see all these things on the map. I think cool. I could either do all this stuff or not. At least it's there for me if I do want to do it. I love yeah. that. And and I mean, I've I've been a, I'm a big proprietor of of hating the Ubisoft tropes too. Uh, but I didn't have to climb up one flipping tower in this game to unlock the map. You know what I mean? Yeah, the map was like, unlocked from minute from the first minute. All of all of the stuff that you see on the map to do, uh, most of it is completely optional. It's like it is completely optional. Yeah, uh, added in stuff, but their side questing stuff actually meant something towards the story. You, you know what I mean? So it wasn't. It's I I think that was a bad analogy on his part. To be honest with you, I just I don't I don't see it the same way well, as he did. It it well he's he's right in that it's it's considered Ubisoft tropes, but. Um, it's, it's something that doesn't really bother me. Um, yeah. I, have always viewed stuff that's optional as a, a good thing. Um, you know, in games, if there's a lot to do there, then, you know, if it's good anyway, then I'm happy. Yeah. Now, if it's yeah. a lot of stuff that's extra, that isn't fun, I'm just not going to do it. I'm simply just going to beeline the story and, and have it at that, you know, just be done with it. Uh, but no, I loved my time here. I put in 55 hours, um, Thought it was a really good game, and none of it ever felt like it was too much for me, everything that I did. And I got to the point where you'll see later in this video where I, I even got the stupid robe that glows and everything that yeah, you got to find the keys for and all that. Yeah, but, see, I, Mark, I told you that it exists, that that wasn't just a Slytherin thing. Oh, okay. That's, that, that's cool. It's for everybody. Every house I, has, has one. I, I mean, I've got to, I've got to do a, a, a Hufflepuff playthrough because they do have a mission that's not in the other ones. So do that they really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You go to a, a prison. Azkaban. You yeah. just want to go to Miss Garlic's class again. Don't, don't. And you, you, you never, you never mess out the easy, the nice way to say it. You never mess with crazy. Hey, I'm just saying you guys need to stay off of Reddit. Cause there's some, there's some fan art you don't need to see. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So Miss Garlic. Yeah. You know, one of, one of the things that's really mind-blowing about Harry Potter, or sorry, Hogwarts Legacy, is is the fact that, Fonz, I put 50 hours into this game, and I did none of the side stuff. I did not go really? and, and unlock the Merlin stuff. I didn't go and do, like, side missions. Like, I maybe did, like, a couple where I was, you know, like, a, you, you go to, into, a, into a village, and somebody's like, I need some potions or something like that. Like, there was some of that stuff I did. I did put some... Yeah. A decent amount of time into the uh the room of um requirement re requirement oh right? I, I i did too i i love that stuff I, I, yeah. I love when they let you just play with things like that and create your own materials i love that but like how wild is it that there's 50 hours of game here without a lot of side content <laughs> like that's that's crazy yeah i uh, well for I, I can't really speak on that because I, I did look for a lot of things. I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off for certain things out there in the world. Um, and then I noticed that uh, some things wouldn't pop on the map right away until you get close to it, right? There, there would be like uh, yep. foes and stuff that you can fight against that counted towards uh, an ach uh, achievement um, that would pop on the map. Uh, as skulls 
Uh, but you had to get there to that spot to to actually pop that on the map. And I didn't know about this till later because I was looking through all the challenges and I was like, wait a minute, what are all these foes? And I looked on the map and I saw that there were skulls there and there was still stuff for me to go beat. You know, and I was already high level and I was I went over there and just destroyed everything, just real easy. But yeah, it's it's a fun game. The combat I think is where it shines the most for me. It's yeah. it it was really well done. I thought the mechanics were really good. Um, and it was the one area I was really skeptical about was the combat, but they did my, a phenomenal draw, job. Yeah. My, my only major gripe with the game is that like, I, and I don't even know if it's, you know, the Mandela effect where you think that, you know, that you think that this is what the developer said and it probably could have just been, you know, some Yahoo on Twitter, but our choices didn't matter. Like the choices that you do. Well, don't, don't, don't really, they, don't, they don't really matter. There's, there's, there's a couple of things that where it does matter and I don't want to spoil it on, on the air here, but there is a couple that do matter to a degree. It's not like life altering stuff. No. Yeah. I, I, that's what I mean. Like there's nothing, there's no consequences. Yeah. Especially when you're, you're learning the curse spells, there's yeah. no real consequence for that. I mean, there, there was that's for, a massive point. Yeah. So that's huge because I like as as Harry Potter fans and Mark will Mark will attest to this standing next to your professors and using Avada Kedavra. I know. (laughs) And they go, where, what was that? (laughs) You know what that was? You know, I didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah. Well, there was consequences for one, one of the kids. If, if you were to choose something, uh, some major consequences, but yeah, that's seriously, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, the yeah, game yeah. is really good. If 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 I had to score it, I would give it. Geez, I, I I honestly I'd probably give it a nine. I I thought it was that good. Wow, really liked it. So I mean, spoiler alert: we talked about this. Yeah, and, and like, and I've thought about more. I've thought about it more and more, and I'm still I'm still saying on I'm still sitting on a strong eight. Like it doesn't do score. any. Yeah. It doesn't do anything new. But it does everything that's not new well. Yes. It's just a really well, really well solid made game with a ton of content that you get for the that you get for the low, low price of sixty bucks. I think. Well I, I don't know how much on, it is on console. On 70. It's seventy on, on console. Oh, it was it was sixty yeah. on Steam. It's seventy so, on but, console. But either way, like it, it it it's give it's a game that's giving you what you're paying for. Yep. However, you know, one of the things that I, a discussion I would actually like to have in regards to this is that you know we've had some pretty wild, like wild shifts in quality of AAA titles over the last few years, where a lot of them just like haven't met the mark. Um, we haven't been getting our money's worth for AAA titles, I would say, for quite a while. I mean, there's a couple that come out and they hit the mark, but most don't. Do yeah. you think a game like this going forward changes that? Do you think it sets a new standard? Uh, I don't know. I, I, the only thing I could think of is what we're getting in the immediate future. And right now I'm looking at games like Atomic Heart and games that are really different. Um, I, I, I tend to compare uh, certain types of games, certain genres with other games of certain genres, you know, of the same genre, I should say. And for me, like this does, it raises some bars in that, I love the fact that everything that they did mechanically in the game, they did very well. 
Whereas some other games that I'll point out here, and some people might say, you know, that's a bad take or whatever, but it's my take. The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 is an amazing game. The Witcher 3, I still hold above this game. I think the stories in The Witcher 3 are incredible. I think the, the, the game itself, the setting, everything, just an incredibly well done game. But the combat, the combat is nowhere near as satisfying as Hogwarts. That's fair. Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean they're they're different. Yeah, but right? they're I mean they're, they're, they're both very different big, games. They're both sort more of fantasy RPGs though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's it's different, but where are you going to find combat that's that's similar to to Hogwarts? What would you say was even similar to this? It's it's like Star Wars games. Yeah, but it doesn't do as much. No. Like, no, okay. You had way more spells in this game. I than... just want you to think about it this way, okay? Uh, just pretend that your character is actually moving out of its out of its space, okay? Instead of standing there casting. Just pretend that they're moving. Yeah. This is this is the same combat as your Arkham's, your Spider-Man. It's the exact same combat. You've got a yellow for your uh deflect, your your red for a dodge. And you're you're spamming a, a, an attack, you know. Let's say it was X button. You're doing a trigger instead of an X button. It's the same combat. You're just standing in one spot. Yeah, it is the, it's the same that combat guy? mechanic. That that freaking guy just flew. Watch, I just hit him right here. Boom! <laughs> he just takes <laughs> out. I've done that several times in this game. It made me laugh out loud. One guy flew off a cliff so far. I was like, what the? I, you know, I, like I'm, I'm gonna, I like, I feel like I kind of have to debate on this one. Like the fun, like the combat didn't really sell me on this. Like there was, I, I felt like at times it was really fun, but I think yeah, the no. more and more and the further I got into the game, like it just became non-challenging because it was like, oh, oh my head's really my head's glowing, dodge. Oh, my head's glowing, dodge. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, no, but no, I, I, I beg to differ. Put that on hard because I, I've tried it on hard. And I went to the battle arenas. Yeah, you can dodge some things, but there's some things that were damn near impossible to dodge. It's, it gets tough. I'm, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but I put it on hard from the get-go. Oh, okay, okay. But it, <laughs> it did get tough in the battle arenas. It yeah. did get tough in some of those yeah, situations. And, and but actually, yeah, you know what, when I'll you're going one-on-one or you're going... The arena, I, that one gave me a, a pretty good struggle. But if you're doing like even four-on-one, it's not that hard. It's it's pretty easy to do. No, um, yeah. but you get really powerful in the game. Earlier on, it's it's hard. You can't do you know stuff like this and just one shot things. It just doesn't happen. But I just thought the combat is really fun, and fun. I feel like yeah, it was uh, fun for an RPG. It's just it's 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 great. It's it's a great RPG. If you're into RPGs, open worlds like I am. Yeah, you're go you're gonna have a good time for sure. Yeah, I I mean I definitely enjoyed and appreciated the fact that by the time you're at the end of the game, like you're essentially just on God mode. Yep, yep. That's why I told like, you I like that's that how every aspect. game should be. That's how I feel that games like this should be. You should be if you've earned that and you're just a tough badass by the end of the game. Yeah, that's just the way it should be, man. It, it, I really feel that it's. Well, that's, that's it. the beauty of the beauty of single player games that a lot of people like. You you miss out on the the when you have the the multiplayer games. Um, when you when you finish a single player game, let's say God of War, you feel like you are the best Kratos in the world because that was you, right? 
you don't have anybody to mix up against. Uh, Fonz, when you finished this game, you were the best wizard out of Hogwarts. You, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it, it was, it was your your deal. That's the 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 beauty of a single player game that it lets you get to that point to where you feel like you have you've earned your power and you're just good to go. And you throw it on online, then you get to see all you know all the people who you know paid extra for the extra coat and. They look prettier. They, they, you know, get all that stuff. But yeah. some dude has more time than you, and we'll he has see. way better gear, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. See, the coat I'm wearing there is the one you get from your house. Um, yeah. But anyways, uh, no, it was it, it was a good game. Uh, Mark, what would you rate it though if you had to put a number? <sighs> Man, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm probably a solid eight. Like this is a okay. solid eight game. Um, okay. And like I said, the the only thing that I, I knocked points on it for were. Uh, and not to spoil it is like uh, your options at the end. They don't mean anything at that point for me. They didn't mean anything. So um, like it just it was um, it was a really great game. Great game. I will I say the story. that you will get two different endings and because yeah. I've tried them both. You will yeah. get two kind of one open ending ending and the other one is supposedly the good ending. I don't know. Take it I, didn't the good, I, I didn't take the good one. Yeah. Go back and try the other one. I save you have a save point. I'm sure you can. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I got a, a a super chat here from Mandingo McThickens. He says, <laughs> "Hey Fonz, is that my cousin in the chat, Harry? Are you talking about Harry Ballsack? I don't know. Anyways, uh, he said I am having a ball with Hogwarts. Uh, so far, I'm somewhere between an eight and nine, closer to nine. It's really good. Yep." Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I, I mean, eight's a great score. Eight is not bad at all. No, um, that's score. considered great. But um, you, so you were telling me you're you were thinking this is you th- you think this is game of the year nomination for me right now. It's material. it's my game of the year personally, and and I think it's game of the year material for sure. Um, and here's my question, and I know a lot of people Nintendo heads are going to get mad at me, but what will Zelda do that's different in this next game? Uh, cost seventy bucks. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. Correct. Okay, so all right. correct. So that is Bretta, ten points. <laughs> I, I heard. I heard somebody say this, and I didn't even think of it like this. I've always had a problem with Breath of the Wild, and I didn't know what it was. Like I enjoyed the game; it was a good game. Um, and the way that they said it makes sense. Breath of the Wild is a very good game. It's just not a very good Zelda game. That if, that if that makes sense that has been my, really? my issue with it it didn't feel like a Zelda, it, so it, it, it didn't feel like a zelda game to me it felt uh, but it was a good game because everybody's you know I mean? considering that game of the year this year before it's even out yeah. people are like that's game of the year no no this there's is so such, many people that say this dude, this is such a hot year for games it really is it's it, it really is and it started off very strong and i am yeah. hogwarts is a great way to you know kick things off we had hi-fi rush you guys probably didn't play any of hi-fi I did. rush I but did. that was we a both, pretty good we game we both solid did. game yeah solid game we play our xbox yeah we love xbox calm down Fonz. <laughs> he said we love <laughs> xbox yeah Anyways. no we both played hi-fi rush it was good it was fantastic i think it's like i like games like that i like the fact that um i like the fact that um, that was Bethesda, right? Tango, yeah. But Tango, yep. yeah. But still, it's, yeah, but still, it's publish, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's one of the things. Like, I like seeing companies that typically don't make games like that going and thinking outside of the box and and bringing out really cool new. This is the year of new IPs. Yeah, 
We're not getting actually. our. This isn't our year of fours and Probably. fives, except for Halo. Or sorry, not Halo. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Forza. Right. Forza. I hate to cut Forza. you off, but Mandingo McThickens with another super chat says, "Oh, regarding the four on one thing, now we're talking." <laughs> And he probably Dude, what said is it up that with way your too. chat? <laughs> I've got the best chat in the world, man. Uh, you do. You do. These guys are awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know, like... Dave agrees with you, though, Mark. He agrees uh, with you. He thinks that he, he'd rather see, uh, you know, the old Zelda return. He'd like a game. Yeah. Like a Zelda, like Time, a, Majora's like Mask. A, a Zelda like, game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ocarina of Time is my favorite. I think Wind Waker, Zelda. Wind Waker was probably the last good Zelda game. Yeah, I, I never played Breath of the Wild, so I don't know. But uh, I know my son has. He says it's pretty good. But what does he know? You know, he does, yeah, he doesn't yeah. know the old Zeldas. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it, it, we'll we'll see what happens. We've got a lot to look forward to next week, or no, actually, this coming Friday. I think we're going to have Atomic Heart Monday, yeah. twenty third, right? I thought it was the 20th. no, it's twenty third. Wow, I think so, it's twenty third. Atomic Heart, that's another big game we're, we're going to have. And uh, we were talking before the show, we've got uh, supposedly Lies of P, which is another Souls-like game coming in August. So that's that's a big one. We've got the beta for Diablo 4 coming in when? March? March. March. That is March 23rd. March. And I Open know beta. you're excited yeah. for If you guys have not watched uh, Ian's Diablo 4 video, please go watch that. It's really good. It's got like 130,000 freaking views on it. If you haven't watched it, I'd be surprised. It's got so many. But Ian and, and Mark both make some great videos on Legendary Drops. Go see them, guys. Um, with that, Atomic I'm Arch. They're showing Atomic Arch on the 20th on Game Pass. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I've got Game Pass, baby, so I'm going to be playing it day one. That's all it's That's about. Right. Is, is, so do is, I. Is Game Pass. I'm going I'm to be cannibalizing like up those Pass. games. Oh, cannibalize away. That's what I say. <laughs> you know, I, I never understood this whole thing. We need to buy the games, guys. We have to support the devs. They were supported handsomely before the game got put into Game Pass. We're there to consume the games that are there for us because we're paying for this service. Yeah. Yeah, Game Pass is a service, and it's Microsoft's job to curate content to us. That's their their strictly job is just to curate content. We pay for the service; they curate the content. We play it. Yep. I don't don't feel bad if you think that someone so and so is not going to get their money. Just they'll and get if their, you feel that way, paid. go ahead buy the buy the game if you want to. By all yeah. means, I, like nobody's stopping you. Buy yeah. three tip copies. Your, tip your Witcher. You know what I mean? Tip but your it's, Witcher. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. That's a coin. To, yeah uh Asante, thank you very much brother i've had him on the show as well before i gotta have you back man he says dropping some coin to show my support to the brother fawns and the great show thank you appreciate you man um yeah check out Asante uh and uh uh it eludes me now i forgot the name of your podcast brother drop it in the chat um but yeah he's got a great podcast he does with everborn saga um, they got a good little thing going on, but you guys, uh, what's the, before we leave, what game are you looking forward to most this year? Oh, I hate you for this Fonz. There's so many um, good ones, but honestly, like, uh, it's going to be Baldur's Gate three for me is going to be the really one Baldur's on Gate out of nowhere. Yeah. It comes out in September. Uh, we've been playing it for the last two years. 
I thought it was yeah, in early access. Last twenty years, because in, in last access. time I've played a Baldur's Gate um, was like twenty years ago. And if you played uh, uh, Original Sin or Divinity Two, Original Sin, um, it's the same. Uh, developers. I tried it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's. I'm telling you, this game, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be up there for game of the year this year. It's it, and it'll definitely be my game of the year for sure. I would actually, <sighs> I would actually be surprised really? if it's not game of the year. I like genuinely really? surprised. Yeah. I, it, don't get me wrong. Like, unless Starfield is this like crazy knockout of the park, it meets every expectation and more, then it's going to be Baldur's Gate. Usually, it it comes down to popularity too. So it can, it can, but like in and in, Jeff Keighley loves Jeff Keighley loves Larian. Baldur's Gate, and he loves love Larian. Larian. Yeah, <laughs> he was actually he just he was recently on there. Uh, they have a what they call the panel from hell. Where they give okay. these really cool updates and they're all dressed in in like night armor and stuff. It's hilarious if you guys get the chance to go watch it. But so, um, is that yours as well? Your most um, anticipated? No, mine's Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> man, there's some there, yeah. A PlayStation game. <laughs> Weeb PlayStation <laughs> fanboy. I feel attacked. No, come on. Oh my no, I know he, is, he is come truly here. a you pony guys, now. Did you hear what that, I like, guys? What I like is that you guys do play the games wherever they're at, just like I do. That's yeah. just the way you should be, in the, you know, as a gamer. It, it, it shouldn't matter where you play. You know, don't shame me for my Mac. It does wonderful things with Oregon okay. Trail. Okay, you went all the way around this way just to bring whoa, up whoa, No one whoa, said whoa. anything about you. Whoa. You pipe down there, buddy. We're talking about beachfront property, and you're over here talking about the hood. I, I can, I can probably, I could probably have ray tracing on Oregon Trail. Probably, probably. They don't make ray tracing for anything with Mac, though. Uh, there's a there's a no. workaround to get Steam working right, like a PC emulator on Mac, and it actually runs pretty well. But anyway, so, we, that's the end is... of the show, guys. That's the end. We're we're done. We're getting out of okay. here. Okay. There's All two. Right. They, you know, they, they, you've podcasted for almost two hours today, and then you come over here to this show. It's already been uh, like an hour and fourteen minutes. So we could it's, we could go for another like three if you want to, man. Oh, let's go for another four. I'm yeah. down. Uh, oh well, Kiyosanti real quick says, "Isn't that a problem though? Because Keeley loves a game. It's a shoe in for game of the year. That's an issue." For yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that's, yeah. that's an issue? Well, in the instance of Baldur's Gate 3, no, because it's going to deserve it. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I mean, it is. It is. An, it, is. it is an issue. Um, but like I said, well. Is Baldur's I, Gate going to be on console as well? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah. yeah you're going to have to get it and you're going to have to do a playthrough with this. It'll be fun. Is it cross-platform? Yes, it, it should is. be. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Okay, yeah, let's play together. That'll be fun. All right, we'll yeah, we'll role play. We'll role play. I'll put on the cat ears and and he'll put on the Snape wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll put on the tassels. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope Mandingo McThickens ain't in here to hear all that. Yeah. Anyways, hey, the what I, before uh, before we cut off and run and, and run away, I I especially because like I, I feel like uh, for a lot of you console folks, Baldur's Gate Three is probably not on your radar just because like it's 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 ecosystem's been on Steam and the early access and beta portion and stuff like that has been on Steam. Yeah. If you guys haven't looked at stuff for it? Go check it out because I I can't underscore like how crazy the game is. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I will look it up now because you guys have piqued my interest. But 
Final Fantasy 16 for you, Baldur's Gate 3 for you, Mark. And uh, for me, it's, it's, man, Starfield. It's Starfield, people. Starfield! That's what it is. Starfield. Predictable fonts. And look at, look at Mark. He's stuck again. Frozen in time. (laughs) You know what? Staring at you. Honestly, he looks, he looks great. But he's he's giving you those eyes, man. That it's weird. Those dead Mark, eyes, Mark. Right now <laughs> Come he looks back to uh, us. He looks like a he looks like a Bethesda game right now. You know, oh, like a Bethesda NPC. This is uh, this is Starfield, everybody. This is what Starfield's gonna look like. Oh, jeez, the dead eyes and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyways, we're gonna end the show. Uh, tell everybody, Ian, where they can find you guys. You're on the same channel. That's the good thing. We are. We are. You guys can find us at Legendary Drops. That's YouTube forward slash Legendary Drops. Or no, is it at, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. At. YouTube forward slash at Legendary Drops. Uh, on YouTube, uh, I am also on Twitter at, leg- uh, at Legendary underscore Drops. Uh, Mark, the co-host uh, of our podcast, uh, he is at Just Gaming Pod. Uh, I think links are down below, and uh, um, and, and I'm throwing them up here. on the screen right now too. Just uh, we do dual, we do dual tri triangle of content. Uh, we have a podcast that goes on every Sunday, actually, just before Fonz's, usually about two p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time. They copy uh, me for Sundays. Yeah, and then Straight I up. have a uh, I have um, uh, more essay style, long form content that I do. Uh, I have two videos right now that you guys can go watch, which is uh, one on Final Fantasy fourteen and World of Warcraft, uh, and another one that's on Diablo four. Uh, actually, the this week it would be next week. Next week, I have one that's coming out on a game called Dark and Darker for any of you PC folks, uh, and another video that's actually also in the works right now as well. Uh, that's kind of just about modern gaming in general. He's actually making uh, some great content over there. I really like his style of video and everything. Uh, really good stuff, people. I support these guys 100%. And if you're anything like me, you will too. Um, and with that said, guys, uh, thank you for showing up today. Thank you for listening on all the streaming platforms out there. I appreciate you guys. Until next time, game on.